Good morning, Patriots. And um, before we get into this episode, I want you to understand that there are people out there, 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 there are individuals that, that, that this is more than a political minefield for them. This is more than an exchange of ideas. This is more than a debate on the world stage. It's their lives. It's the lives of their children. It's the it's it's the it's the uh, it's their country at stake. It's their very existence at stake. So it means so much more to them, and that's exactly what we have in this guest that we're going to have in this episode, Avi Ablo. And I am so appreciative that he took the time out uh, to chat with us here briefly. He's at a Turning Points event, and he's there trying to rally support for Israel and the United States, which is something you never thought you'd have to hear. So uh, we're going to talk about that and more. Join us in this episode of the Patriots Prayer Podcast, guys. We look forward to it. We have an amazing show for for you today. We have an IDF uh, soldier with us today. Someone's going to talk about what's going on in the front line. Someone whose family is fully involved in what's going on uh, there. He himself and explained to me earlier that uh, not only him, but his son is also serving. Uh, so... Uh, and he has his own uh, podcast as well. So we're going to talk about all of those things and get his perspective of what's really going on on the front lines, what's really happening in Israel and why he's here. He was just at a turning uh, a turning points event. Uh, let's bring him up. Uh, Avi, sir, how are you? And welcome to the Patriots Prayer Podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Eddie. It's a real pleasure to be here on your show. Thank you, sir. So and again, tell us... Uh, I just want to ask for, uh, everyone's forgiveness for just being in a hallway. I'm in between meetings here. So uh, traveling here in America before I go back to Israel. So forgive me. When are you going back? Monday, please, God. Okay. Okay. I, I have not made the trip as of yet. Um, I, you got to do it, man. You got to do it. I, I got to. I got to. I got to. I, I, I always have been compelled. I've always wanted to. Um yeah, so I'll definitely have Jerusalem, to do that. The, the, the biblical sites in Judea and Samaria where I live, you'll, you'll, you'll live the Bible, man. You'll live it. It'll be unbelievable. Well, um, so tell us, Avi, from from someone who's been there and, and going back there, um, what, do, what don't we know that we should know here in the United States? What's from your perspective? Wow, there's so much. <laughs> but let's start with this. Let's start by basically helping everyone understand that um, right now a majority of the Jewish population in Israel understands that um, whereas we've been living in an illusion that our Arab Muslim enemies are somewhat interested in living in peace with us, because there has been mm -hmm. a peace process for 30 years since 1993, and there is an entity called the Palestinian Authority that we are treating as potential peace partners and the Israeli government, the IDF, work with on a daily basis. But um, many Israelis have woken up and realized, oh my God, it's not just Hamas. Hamas is not a terror organization. Meaning the, the name Hamas represents the terror organization, but the ideology of Hamas represents the people. Hamas was voted in by the people of Gaza. The reason there hasn't been elections in the Palestinian Authority for 19 years, it's supposed to be a democracy, right? It was propped up by the Western world. That's what America likes to do, go around the world and, and bring about democracy, right? Well, they tried That's to do right. it by us. They set up the Palestinian Authority. There has not been elections for 19 years. Why? Because the world knows and America knows if there would be elections, Hamas, the, 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 the terror organization, would win. The majority of the people believe in its charter 
of killing Jews and destroying Israel. So people think when, when, when President Biden talks about even supporting Israel and destroying Hamas to some, in, in some fashion, they're still, still, they still are referring to it as if it's just an organization with militants and leaders. No, mm. it's the people. It's the majority. That is exactly the right. That's exactly right. Now, this is my point of view as well. I, as I, yeah. I, we have a, a friend in common, Alexandria Levine, and uh, Alexandra Levine, rather. And uh, I said this to her, said as much on our interview uh, just the other day, where I said, um, I can't see the difference. And, and it may be because I'm culturally, I, I don't know, but I don't see that much of a difference between the Palestinian people and Hamas. Uh, no, the Palestinian they people. Them. Right. The Palestinian <laughs> people were the ones. They, they, they were the ones spitting on the young lady who was raped and, and murdered and drugged through the streets. It was the Palestinian people cheering after 9-11. It was the Palestinian people who, who stood by, joined, and have propped up this uh, group Hamas. So the only, the only people I see as innocent are people that are not old enough to make their own decisions. Everybody else is complicit. 100%. And the, the video footage is there what you were referring to in terms of them uh, spitting on the girl. There are plenty of videos of them cheering and running with the terrorists, with the guns, as they were taking in innocent captives, girls, children, old grandmothers. Like the streets were full of them celebrating and hitting these innocent Israeli uh, citizens who were being taken yeah. as captive. Not only that, I was personally in the community of Kfar Aza, one of the communities infiltrated by Hamas on that tragic, tragic day of the Jewish holiday of Simchat Torah, October 7th. And I was, I, went, I mean, afterwards I was there, I saw the houses, what they did, and um, the residents there were telling us, you don't understand, it wasn't just armed terrorists who came in here. They were unarmed civilians who came in here and burnt people alive. And they, they stole things from houses and were killing people. So it wasn't mm -hmm. just armed terrorists that you can call Hamas terrorists. It was mm -hmm. civilians unarmed. Yeah. There are videos of older gentlemen in canes running into Jewish communities uh, and, and children and youth also on that day, October 7th, running together with the armed terrorists. So. Yes, it's a people, it's a culture, it's a culture of genocide. What the world doesn't understand is Israel has three geopolitical challenges that basically stop us from truly defeating Hamas. As President Biden or the world says, yes, they support Israel in defeating Hamas, what I say to you is BS. It's impossible for Israel to de defeat Hamas because of three political geopolitical challenges. Geopolitical challenge number one. Iran is the main sponsor, not just Iran, but China gives money to Iran, China gives money to Hezbollah, to Hamas, right? So it's China and Iran, okay? Who just gave Iran billions and billions of dollars over the past decade? Six billion dollars, and some say as much as 60, right? And the Biden administration, right? How are we supposed to defeat Iran, who's funding Hezbollah, that, that, that is Iran's proxy from the north, and funding Hamas from the south, if they're getting their billions of dollars that they give to Hezbollah and Hamas from American taxpayer money? Your taxpayer yeah, money is right. going to fund the terrorists who called to, to, to kill us. Geopolitical challenge number two, Qatar. And he gave $100 million to the Palestinian people for their hospitals, like Hamas wasn't going to get that money. Right, they get everything, exactly. Geopolitical challenge number two is Qatar. Qatar is one of the other major, major sponsors, providers of money to Hamas. And they use Al Jazeera to, to, to inflame Jew hatred and, and destroying the state of Israel. Well, if we wanted to have our, our um, 
if America really was interested in having our innocent captives returned, all America had to do was make one phone call to the leaders of Qatar. And Qatar is supposed to be neutral. They're the ones who are or the mediators in the hostage negotiations. How are they the media how are they the neutral mediators if they're the ones who funded this horrific evil tragedy that Hamas did to us? But let's didn't Iran admit to helping plan it? Didn't Iran come Iran, right out and yes. say we helped too. plan this? That too, but here we have Qatar. Qatar was a part of that as well. Qatar is a part of that as well, exactly. But yet, why can't Israel take care of Qatar? I mean, we should bomb Qatar. We should bomb the leaders of Qatar. They're behind it, right? Not not just the Hamas leaders, but the Qatari leaders. We should be bombing right. Al Jazeera, getting rid of Al Jazeera, right? But we can't do that. Why? Well, you're an American. Do you know where America's largest military base is in the Middle East? It's in Qatar. Saudi Arabia. Oh, it's in, in Qatar. Qatar. Okay, yeah, I learned something. Okay. So they, well, if it's not the biggest, then it's one of the biggest. In any case, you see America's foreign policy is interlinked with this terror-supporting country. So Israel can't do anything to Qatar because America won't let us do anything against Qatar. Okay, wait. That's, yeah. wait, that's, that's only number two. Wait a second. Here we go. Geopolitical challenge number three. The United Nations is an organization that is supposed to be working with uh, Palestinian Arabs in Judea and Samaria and, and uh, Gaza. It's called UNRWA. Okay. Now, mm -hmm. UNRWA is basically Hamas because Hamas, it's run by Hamas officials. It teach, it's Hamas teachers. All you have to do is look at the videos. You go to like organizations like palwatch.org or, or, or memory.com or .org, and they have videos of United Nations employees, teachers, educators, teaching children to kill Jews. They have kindergarten graduation ceremonies when kindergarten kids, how old are they, six years old, carrying guns and acting like terrorists, killing innocent Jews. That's their graduation ceremonies. I saw a, These a holiday that they celebrate. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Is there like a holiday in Palestine they celebrate once a year where they actually kill Jews in effigy and they have the children celebrate this and teach them this? That I've I have no clue, but all you need is all you need is to look in their textbooks, where their textbooks and their and their mathematical. I mean, when when me and when you and I learn two plus two equals four, we're taught two plus two equals four, right? Well, by them, they have terminology for their questions that includes killing Jews and destroying Israeli communities. That's part of their mathematical uh, word questions for elementary school, and that's UNRWA educators. So in America is a huge funder to UNRWA. President Trump stopped the funding to UNRWA because he knew. He mm -hmm. knew that it teaches genocide and Jew hatred and, and actual support to teach kids to kill. But President Biden reinstated that funding. How is Israel supposed to defeat Hamas if still today the Biden administration is giving money to UNRWA, which in itself Hamas and, 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 and supports genocide? So he could say all he wants that he fights anti-Semitism, but I'm going to call his bluff. You can't fight anti-Semitism yeah. while you're funding the biggest genocidal culture of killing Jews, which is blatant anti-Semitism. So those are the you, you gotta remember. political challenges we have that makes it very hard for us to defeat our enemy because it basically has the support. Our enemy has the support of America and Western governments funding our enemy. The, the left is completely compromised, Avi. They are. They are completely compromised. And this president, we believe, is wholly compromised. Um, there are things that we know about him that are not up to any court to decide. We know that over $30 million moved through the coffers of the Biden administration, of the Biden family, coming, deriving from places like China, Romania, Ukraine, and Russia. So each one of these, each one of these people all know what they paid him for. They all know what they gave him the money for. 
So, I mean, he, we have a guy who's, who's, I mean, it's a very high likelihood of, of being very compromised and the situations that you just uh, laid out for us about the military base and guitar, about the funding to UNRWA, about all of these. Here's a guy who can't make his own decisions. And, I, and we believe this. We believe that we believe someone else is pulling the strings. We don't believe yeah, it's I, him. I was, we definitely don't I was believe it's a friend of that. Israel. Eddie, I was just going to tell that. Anyone, it, like, putting, putting the emphasis on Biden is, is, is missing the story because you're talking mm-hmm. about a State Department CIA establishment that for years has been anti-Israel and supporting this. So Biden right now is the one in charge, and he himself is compromised personally uh, mm-hmm. with, uh, with the le- very, very strong allegations of serious corruption for him and his family. But he's not mm-hmm. the story because even if it would have been the cleanest Democrat president right now or even a Republican president, okay, it was, Trump was the only president who really put a stop uh, in terms of foreign policy to truly going with reality and understanding that Israel he, – he, here's the thing. And this for for your listeners to understand, they should be supporting Israel and Israel's fight against this evil we're up against because this is a global evil. Mm-hmm. Islam has a saying: first they go after the Saturday people, then they go after the Sunday people. So you guys want to save your lives and protect your children and your grandchildren in America? Well, stand by the Saturday people. We are the Saturday people. They're going after us first because we're the easy we're the easy prey because the whole world likes to like likes to treat us like easy prey. We're the canary in the coal mine, so it's in your best interest in a, for America and to pr- and to provide safety and security for America by supporting us and ending this evil by us because it's it's not just coming to you; it's already here. It's no, already yeah. history. If you you look at them, you look, look at those those anti those anti Semitic gang rallies they have in the middle of the street waving their Palestinian flags, and 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 can can no longer deny that it's here. It's it's right under our feet. It's in our universities. It's in our schools. We, you know why are these communist countries funding our 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 school districts? Why 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 would China give thirty million dollars to MIT? What was the exchange? Uh, you know, there's there's a lot of questions in regard to that, and then you and then the biggest question is what what has happened to American culture? What what is so what has upended our culture to the point where you know our, our family structure is gone, our our heritage is for some reason or another in the last decade has been just tread on. They they are not allowed to make certain comments that are they're very basic. Asking what a woman is 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 divisive in this culture, and that's terrible. What Americans need to understand is that this didn't start today. This started decades ago, and there's very much what's called a red-green alliance. <clears throat> Red is the communist socialists. Green is the Islam- Islamists. Now, I have a video on my website. I have two websites, by the way. One is my own podcast, pulseofisrael.com, and another is a more news video website called israelandwire.com. I have a video on israelandwire.com of an interview by a KGB defector in 1984 being interviewed by Mike Wallace. If any of your listeners remember Mike Wallace. And again, those were the days when when television, there was no cable, and television was three channels, CBS, ABC, and NBC. Yeah. That was it, right? Yeah. So I don't remember which one Mike Wallace was, but he was one of the top top interviewers, reporters, journalists at the time. KGB defector 1984 told Mike Wallace, straight out, his name is Yuri Bezmanov, and if you're interested, I'll send you the link, and you can share the link with your audience. He mm-hmm. told Mike Wallace the follows. He said, the communist, socialists, um, communist Russia, at the time USSR, has already captured and brainwashed one generation of university professors in America. When we succeed in, in brainwashing, meaning when communist Russia succeeds in brainwashing three generations of co- university professors, 
America's done. It's irreversible. This has been going on for decades. He warned America. This was on national television in 1984. He said straight out, you don't think Americans knew? Because there are people in America who've been working with the communists. There are socialists in America who've been working with the mm -hmm. communists for decades right. to bring about the dissolution of America and the leader of the freedom-loving world because America right. is the leader of the freedom-loving world. This isn't today. And if anyone thinks it's just fighting all those different issues, have you noticed the ever-alarming 400,000 cell towers that have gone up in the United States alone? How about the electronics that reside in every room of our homes and Wi-Fi that runs 24-7? 5G cell phones are carried in our pockets hours on end. Common complaints are ringing in the ear, sleep deprivation, palpitations, headaches, memory loss, and so much more. Redemption Shield is on the cutting edge of offering products that protect your family from electromagnetic and micro microwave radiation, from Faraday bags, earthing bed sheets, Wi-Fi router covers, hats, scarves, bed sanctuaries. This will not be going away anytime soon. We will continue to see only faster speeds, 6G, 7G, and more exposure to EMF than any time in our history. Start protecting yourself now. Go to RedemptionShield.com and get grounded and shielded today. Use code PATRIOT and save 10% they're all part of the same strategy and and americans are playing whack-a-mole because they think oh it's just this issue no yeah. it's about a total socialist takeover it of, is. and destruction of the united states of america you're preaching to the choir my issues. friend right? and Israel, to we're, the on choir. The, we're on the front line of this battle because we're not not only do we have the islamists out to get us we also have the socialists out to get us. And for people who don't understand, because some people think, like, why isn't Israel stronger and standing up for itself in a stronger Jewish country and its morals? And why doesn't it have a Second Amendment, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, right? What people don't understand is that majority of the founders of the state of Israel in 1948 were socialists. And it was the socialists who ran the country for the first 30 years. And even though there was a political revolution with the socialists, socialists losing power in 1977, they still run the media, they still run the justice system, they still run the universities, and they still run the bureaucracy, which I think in America you basically call the deep state. So we have yeah. that as well. So we have this internal challenge within our own country. The miracle of the state of Israel is despite having to fight for our existence every single day against an external enemy, right, against the yeah. Muslim world. And despite having this own deep state within our own country that is trying to weaken the Jewish character of the Jewish state, and allow uh, our enemies to, to beat us and make Israel small and weak. We are the strongest, most unified place of the Jewish people in our ancestral homeland since King David's time. That's the miracle. We are strengthening despite all of the challenges and enemies we have around us and from our internal challenges. And so if anyone thinks that you're going to take on the Jews and win, well, you might win the battle, but you're going to lose the war. The Nazis are gone. The Roman Empire is gone. The Greek Syrian Empire is gone. Anyone who took out to destroy the Jewish people are footnotes in history. And we, the Jewish people, not only are we back, we're back growing each and every day with our tiny Jewish state of Israel, which is smaller than the state of New Jersey, with yeah. a population yeah. smaller than the population of Phoenix. I look we at your people and I say, you're proof of God's existence for that very reason. 
Exactly. We're the 14th, I think the 14th largest growing economy in the world, our tiny little country with a tiny population of Jews. And you took the words right out of my mouth. The existence of the Jewish people is proof that God exists. And the Bible says clearly, you bless the Jews, you will be blessed. You curse the Jews, you will be cursed. So for all of your listeners, stand up for morality, stand up for truth, stand up for your for your Bible love and values, which includes standing up for the Jewish people and the Jewish state Pray of Israel. For the peace of Israel. And but at the end of the day, it's about it's about supporting yourselves and, and for the future security of your own families. Let me ask you a question. So I you, you just touched on something that I that I bring up when I, whenever I have a Jewish guest because it's something that really confuses me. And it's exactly what you just said. There are Jewish people out there. Like they have an organization over here called Jews for Peace that if they had their way would be very detrimental to the Jewish people. I mean, it makes no sense to me. It makes no sense that Hollywood with as much control and power as they have over the narrative that is espoused throughout the United States and every media outlet pushes a narrative that is detrimental to Israel and and people as a whole. They seem to be siding with the anti-Semitists and it's just like, it hurts my head to try to wrap my brain around it. It makes no sense. Yeah, so people have to understand that there are globalists out there. out to just And again, the globalists are the socialists in a sense. They have different names, the same agenda. And they're out to destroy America. They're out to destroy Israel. They include Christians. They include blacks. They include Latinos. They include Jews. Now, because there are such a prominent number of Jews in those areas, People and even people on the right, I'm, I'm very sad to say, say they they blame Jews for all the ills of the world. But no, they're not Jews. They're globalists. They just happen to be Jews, just like whoever Christians are there are globalists, even though they're Christian. Um, but yes, some uh, there are some Jews who are globalists who are involved in not just weakening America, but weakening Israel. And these Jewish voices for peace are either they're part of that globalist agenda or they are people who've just been brainwashed to believe that uh, they're on the right side of, uh, of justice with their globalist socialist values. And they well, do great damage to the Jewish people and to the Jewish state of Israel. And our job, my, my job is to inspire as many Jews as possible and as many non-Jews as possible with the truth, what I call the politically incorrect truth about Israel, the Jewish people, and the freedom-loving world, which is what my program about, Pulse of Israel. And that's why I went to Turning Point, because I've been very fearful of the growing voices, even within the conservative movement, who are starting, because of their isolationist tendencies, which I, I'm totally fine in America first. Uh, of course, America first. What we, any politician who's not first defending your own people in your own country, that's insane. Of course, America first. But people should understand that a safe America includes a strong and safe Israel. We're exactly. your front line. So I, I said that at the offset, Israel is like another state of America. I mean, it may as well be our 53rd state right. as far as I'm concerned. Uh, that's how I view Israel. And, and, right. so and because... You, you're the only people in the Middle East over there that have the values that we have here. You are our first right. line of defense against everything going on over there. Correct. And anyone so even, who doesn't see that is 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 their their logic is fouled. It just is. Right. 
So that's why, like, as I was hearing these voices of of, uh, of isolationists within the conservative movement, some of the influ major, major influencers, Tucker Carlson, Candace Owens, and some others, I'm like, oh my God, I have to go to turning point. I have to talk to these conservatives to let them know, no, no, we're the front line. If even you can, I support America first, but Israel is part of America first, meaning I, we don't want your soldiers. They were that's another, always they're part of the lies. America first movement. The, the America first movement, as, as, as talked about by Trump, included Israel. So anyone who would who would try to hijack that movement and say America first was just blatant isolationism uh, misunderstands the movement entirely. Well, we what the reason why we espouse the America first movement is is the people that are illegally, you know, mass immigration is destroying our country like it is many others. Look at the UK. There are portions of the UK that are governed under Sharia law. And I, I didn't know that until well, just recently. Yeah. I was blown away by that statement. I couldn't believe how many people were in the streets of the UK and New York and in LA, all all with this racist rhetoric that they don't even realize how racist they're being. Uh, the right. things that they're standing by. I mean, they're literally standing behind people that use rape as a weapon of a weapon of war. I mean, we're yeah. we're all the fundamentalist feminist folks out there that that would have stood up for women regardless and, and stood up for children regardless. they're all quiet they're all quiet they're quiet in the face of men taking over women's sports i just had this debate with someone if the wnba didn't need to be the wnba let's make the whole thing the nba and they would erase women entirely is this what you want and no it's so divisive to say it's so it's so and, and it's but it's so logical and and it's like Staring at, I mean, our, our, I liken our generation, this generation, to be like the guys, you know, uh, are in brainwashing camps. Like, how many lights are there? There are three. No, there are four. There are four. And then this generation actually believes there are four lights when there are literally three. It, Which is it's one, one, one of the major messages that I give to people, and this is in terms of standing with Israel and in terms of the culture war that we're talking about, is remember, God gave you common sense. Right. I call common sense God given common sense. And our 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 youth and even adults are being brainwashed to disregard their God given common sense and believe utter lies. Yeah. Meaning it they're totally disregarding their own common sense and spewing and believing in utter lies. They've stopped thinking for themselves. That's what's so ultimately a happening at every level. There's a guy that that uh, and I'm going to take a phrase from. Uh, we call him the Native Patriot. His name's Maurice, and uh, he's a good friend, and uh, very popular in certain social circles because he talks about these things. And he said to me in an interview that we had, he said it's because America has been weakened by the fact that we're allowing these people to force us to over empathize with evil. Right. And I was like. I was blown away when I when he said it because I've been looking for the words. I've been looking for the words in a way to to say this to get the point across. But he's a hundred percent right. We're for, being forced to over empathize with evil that is misusing the characteristics of whatever their movement may be to make it look like we're evil if we oppose it. When in fact it's not evil. You know, and whenever we say things as is faith filled people and people like to say, well, you're not supposed to judge or God is love. No, and I tell them, I say, well, that's not true. Because God is love, he must hate. God and, is truth and, and God is good. We have Exactly to what I mean. It, so there is truth. There's lies. There is a division. There's black and white. There's no gray. There's no gray area there. And so either something is right or it's wrong. It's true or it's false. There's no middle. <laughs> There's no middle. And the problem is, is that we've let too many people 
get to a point where they've misused our freedom. They misuse the word freedom to try to make it look like uh, we can't say certain things because it, by doing so or saying that's false, we're trampling on someone else's rights. But what it really is, is detrimental to our society, our culture and our families uh, by not taking that stance that it is wrong. And this is why cultural Marxism has taken the hold that it's taken. We have uh, President Obama uh, was friends, very good friends with uh, William Ayers, who is uh, the leader of the Weatherman Underground. He bombed the Pentagon. He killed two police officers. Um, And this was one of his closest uh, uh, political allies when he was before he was president and he wrote his book dreams for my father. And he was also very good friends with a guy by the name of Franklin Marshall Davis, who wrote the book, the American communist. So here you have a, 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 a pattern of people that this guy was mentored by. And keep in mind, every decision that was made under the Obama administration, whether brought to him by Biden or anyone else, Obama had to ultimately make those decisions. So when they said uh, Biden was operating a pay for play scheme, like the FD 1023 form showed that he was doing by their own FBI uh, uh, a mole or whatever, CI, whatever he was. Um, they ignored it. They ignored it. But essentially what this proves is the character of the person. And if he's associating themselves with these many bad folks and there's a pattern and there's a definite pattern, it all plays out to the same thing. It's the cultural uh, Marxist, socialist takeover from inside. And that guy, William Ayers, that I uh, started talking about here, he is a professor at a college in in New York. So he comes out of prison for murder, for being the head of a, uh, 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 of a ter- domestic terrorist organization. And they immediately go, hey, teach our kids. Like, what? What? <laughs> I don't I don't get I don't get the common sense behind that. But you see yeah. the outcome of it in the streets. Full of people waving Palestinian flags, full of people yep. like Rashida Tlaib in office. I can't believe she holds political office. I can't believe her and Ilhan Omar have been able to get away with the things that they've been able to get away with and say openly. And yep. it's hateful. Yep. yep. It's hateful. Ed, Eddie, you have to forgive me. I have to go. I have to run to my next meeting trying to make an influence for Israel while I'm here in the, on the West Coast. But thank you so much for having me. And if anyone's interested in and hearing more on a daily basis, updates from Israel, from a proud Jew living in our ancestral homeland. My porch, I overlook Bethlehem and Jerusalem and the Temple Mount, and I live right above the path of the patriarchs. So you're going to get the real deal from me. So you can just follow me at PulseOfIsrael.com, and I really appreciate you having me on your show, Eddie. Thank and I'll put so the much. link in the description as well. So I thank you for taking the time, Avi. You have a great day, sir. Thank I you, hope to see you, you again. Too. All right. So, folks, um, yes, these people are on the fight on the front lines. They're they're fighting this fight, and and it, what he said is exactly right. Uh, America and Israel are one. Don't for a second think that they're not one. They are one. And and like I said, I look at Israel as the fifty third state. I love the people of Israel. I love Israel. And. You know, we, we're losing our way over here. We're losing our way. We're losing our heritage. Mass immigration is not working in our favor. It's not helping things. And America is in a bad way. We need patriots right now to stop giving a damn 
about people's feelings when it comes to issues of right and wrong, because to do so, you do so at your own detriment and you do so at the detriment of your heritage, of your culture, of your community. Just take a look around and, and you can see that I'm telling you the truth. And if you care about your community, if you care about your faith, if you care about the future of this country, it's time to stand up. And the silent majority, you need to stop being silent and stand your ground. We'll see you next time on the Patriot Prayer Podcast. You guys have a great day. My people of this country and we're under attack. They banned us, they cancel us for speaking the facts. If you man enough, come stand with us, take USA back. And every time we pull up, all your gun is a man.